Hey, this is DK and you're listening to the DK Speaks podcast where we discuss actionable and implementable tips and tricks to run a successful online business. After you listen to this episode, head over to dkspeaks.com for all the show notes and resources to help build your business. Hi, this is DK and welcome to episode 31 of the DK Speaks podcast. Time flies. And before even we could realize or even sink into the New Year celebrations, we are already on the 10th of January, almost 15 days into the New Year. The question is, have you set your goals for the year yet? What are you going to do this year? Blogging, affiliate marketing, traveling, gaming. There are a ton of things to do. But if you haven't planned for the year yet, then this is the time to do it. Go ahead, set your goals for the year your business goals, your blogging goals, your marketing goals, your social media goals, whatever that may be. But set your goals because you need to do it today and then go ahead with tracking yourself to the goals that you've set for yourself. Draw up your business plans so that you have something concrete to go after. That way you will not lose track of what you want to achieve this year. If you are into something like blogging, then you absolutely need to have a plan and a blogging goal for yourself. Blogging is getting competitive year after year. In fact, I should say month after month. And if you need to survive and do well in a blogging business, then you need to have a concrete blogging goal and a business plan for yourself. And if you are into blogging, it is unlikely that you would not know about WordPress, which is a CMS platform that is one of the most used on the internet. About 26% of all the websites on the internet run on WordPress CMS. Now, there are many reasons for this. It could be the ease of installation and maintenance, the free availability, constant updates from an excellent backend team, or the many options of customization that you get when you install WordPress. You can even add to the functionalities of your website by using one of the many plugins that are available free on the internet. WordPress can be customized whichever way you want. Your website can be unique and can reflect your personality without having to pay thousands of dollars to developers. All that you need to do is pick one of the many themes that are available and customize it to your liking. Which again, if you're unsure of how to do it, you can hire somebody who can do it for maybe a few hundred bucks on one of the freelancing websites. But Which theme to pick for your website will entirely depend upon what your business plan is. And there are a lot of other aspects as well, which you might want to keep in mind before you actually go and select a theme for your websites. Should you get a theme developed from scratch or should you pick one of the theme templates and get it customized? If at all, you are to buy a template, then which one to go for? These are some of the common questions that most of the WordPress users have. And in today's episode, we will be answering some of these questions. We will be discussing about how to pick a good theme for your blog and what are the aspects that you need to keep in mind when you do it. So in this episode, we're going to discuss about 14 things that you need to keep in mind when you're going to select, when you're going to pick a WordPress theme for your website. And these 14 things will help you select the best theme or best template for your website so that you don't have to worry about anything like security or the functionality or site load speed and things like that. So on to these 14 things. 
So let's start off with the first one, which is customization options. Now, like what we spoke, WordPress is something that can be customized to your liking, to your personality. You can give your website a unique look. You can give it a unique color. You can add your logos, a different header, different kind of pages, a lot of things. So when you pick a theme for your blog, it is important that you pick something that has a lot of customization options. But at the same time, it should not be too difficult that you once again need to hire a developer to go and customize your blog. If it's drag and drop, nothing like it. So for example, there are themes or theme templates like OptimizePress or Thrive Themes. And there are a lot of these themes which come with drag and drop options where you can design your entire website using drag and drop features that are there. Now, it is important that your site looks unique. So you would want to have customization options in the theme, which can ensure that your site looks unique to yourself. It should not be a copy of some other website. Moving on to the second thing, which is the choice between a theme framework or a theme. Just to give you some clarity on what these two things are, a theme framework is basically a simple framework on which you can load many different kind of designs or theme designs, which we call as skins. Whereas a theme is one single design for your website. Now, for example, if you are to pick maybe an optimized press theme for your blog, then that will be one single theme. So the blog, there is not too many options to customize there. The blog will have a specific theme and the look will be based on whatever look the theme has. Whereas if you are to pick a theme framework like that of Genesis or maybe Thesis, you have hundreds of skins available on the internet. You can pick any of these skins and give your blog a unique look. The best part about theme framework is that while the theme frameworks go through a lot of updates in order to ensure that they are secured, the skins need not go through all of those updates. It necessarily need not go through all of those updates. If the theme is using a simple CSS file, it need not go through all of those updates. But advanced skins will obviously go through all of those updates. But then theme frameworks are easy to use and has a lot of customization options in comparison to a static theme. So what I would recommend is that you should buy a theme framework rather than going in for a theme because that will help you for your future requirements. The third one is a page load speeds. Now we all know that Google has started considering the page load speed as one of the important criteria in the search engine rankings. So if you want your blog or your website to rank on the search engines, you need to ensure that your page loads fast. If the theme is not well written, then it could slow down the load speeds of your blog or your website and that could impact your search engine rankings adversely. So it is important that you pick a theme that has good page load speeds. The fourth one is clean coding. Now, what exactly is clean coding? There is a lot that will go into it. We don't want to get into the details of what a clean code is all about. But then all that you need to keep in mind is that a clean code is something that will help a page load fast. If the code is not written well or it doesn't have clean codes, then the page load speed might increase drastically so it is important that you have you buy a theme from somebody who knows how to write a good theme moving on to the fifth one 
ensure that you're avoiding flash. Now, the reason why I've put this here is because sliders are much in demand. And a lot of people like adding these sliders on their blogs and websites. And a lot of times these sliders are built on flash. Flash is outdated. HTML5 is the latest. HTML5 is lightweight and fast loading. So ensure that you don't buy a theme that has anything that uses flash on the theme. Moving on to the sixth one, which is buying a responsive theme. So responsiveness basically means that the blog design adjusts itself to different kind of displays. So people will be viewing your blog on a computer, on a tablet or on a mobile phone. Now a responsive theme will adjust itself to all of these different displays. And it is important because Google again considers a responsive website as one of the important criteria for Google search engine rankings. So ensure that whatever theme you're buying is responsive. So if you are to buy Thrive themes or if you are to buy Genesis or Thesis, all of these themes are built as a responsive theme. So there is nothing much that you need to do. Your themes will adapt itself to the different kind of displays. The seventh one, browser compatibility. Now we know that there are a variety of browsers that people use. Internet Explorer to Microsoft Edge, which is the latest browser. You don't want a theme that doesn't look well on Internet Explorer, but works on Firefox and Chrome because there are a lot of people who are using Internet Explorer. And if they don't get the kind of experience that they need, then they might just not come to your blog or your website. So it is important that your theme has cross browser compatibility. Whenever you buy a theme, ensure that you check if the theme is compatible on all the browsers and a variety of versions of these browsers. Moving on to the eighth one, regular updates. WordPress is open source and that itself is a big negative for WordPress because since it is open source, it is easy to hack into. And that is primarily why hundreds of WordPress blogs every day is easily hacked in by the hackers and spammers. So it is important that the source code is updated regularly. While WordPress keeps updating their source code, it is also important that your theme's code is updated in order to adjust with the latest revisions of WordPress. So it is important that your theme has regular updates. Now, some of the themes might charge you for updates after the first year. It entirely depends upon your need. If you think that is fine, you can go for that. Else, you should go for a theme that offers you lifetime updates for free. Moving on to the ninth one, which is support. That you might not have to reach out to your developers a lot, but then some of the plugins at times have some conflict with the themes. And a lot of times you might have to write to the developers to check what exactly is causing the problem on your website. So it is important that you have good support. So a theme that gives you free support, maybe lifetime support is something that you should ideally prefer. But there are a lot of themes that also charge you for support after the first year. But if the themes are good and if the developers who are developing the themes are also good, then I think there is no harm in going for a paid support as well. Moving on to the 10th one, which is user experience. It is important that you have a clean website that is easy to navigate, that is simple looking, but which has all the critical information easily available. While blogs will not have a lot of things to put onto the, the home page, 
but then it is still important that the look and feel of the website is something that gives the user a good experience. So pick a theme that offers a good user experience. Moving on to the 11th one, SEO optimized. Now, this is a very important aspect. Now, there are a lot of themes that are developed and that are sold a lot of times even on warrior forums. But the problems or the challenges with these themes are that they are not SEO optimized. These themes will have missing header tags, alt tags. There will be a lot of codes that will be that will not be written really well. And all of these things, what they do is they impact the search engine rankings. Since they are not search engine optimized, your search engine rankings will be adversely if affected if the theme is not SEO optimized. Whereas if you go for themes like that of Thrive themes or Optimized Press or Profit Builder themes, Thesis, Genesis, all of these themes are search engine optimized. So you can blindly go with, the, with these themes because it will ensure that it helps your sites and blogs rank easily on Google. The twelfth one, pricing. So don't go for something that is extremely or overly priced, but then you know, go for something that is easy on your pocket. You don't want to spend $200 to $300 on a theme, uh, which you might you know, just be changing maybe in a, uh, in a few months or maybe in a couple of years. So go for a theme that is not too highly priced and something that is easy on your pocket. On to the 13th one, which is the purpose. Now, this again is a very important aspect. So the purpose of your website or your blog should decide what kind of theme that you're going in for. So if you're going in for an affiliate marketing blog, maybe so for affiliate marketing blogs, I would always recommend Socrates themes because it's not costly, gives you a lot of customization options. It's simple and it gives you all the features that you will need in affiliate marketing. Don't go for a very high price theme if you are only building the blog for the purpose of affiliate marketing. But if you're building a blog, a blog on which you're going to write a lot of content, it is something that is going to be your personal journal, then don't go for the Socrates theme. I would rather recommend going with Thesis, Genesis, or Thrive themes. Moving on to the 14th one, it's page layouts and templates. Now again, your blog, you might just be starting your blog as a personal journal, but tomorrow you might want to expand your blog into a complete business. You might want to build a sales page, a landing page, maybe an opt-in page, uh, some different home pages. So all of this will require a different page layout or a different page template. If your blog theme doesn't offer you all of this, then you might just not be able to use your current theme to build all of these. Instead, you will have to go in for a completely new theme again in order to get all of this done. Or you will have to hire developers to build these kind of pages. So it is recommended that you buy a theme or a theme framework that helps you do all of these in that in that single framework or in that single theme itself. So, for example, if you were to go with Genesis or the thesis themes, they will give you a lot of options like, for example, landing page templates. Uh, it will give you some of the sales page templates, blog pages. So that is easy for you to go and customize. But if you're going for the Thrive themes, I think that is the best option if you are going to diversify into uh, your blog into a full-fledged business in some time because Thrive themes gives you a lot of options. It gives it gives you the options to build pretty much anything. You could build any kind of pages. You could build a custom blog for yourself. You could build a custom homepage for yourself and a lot of these things and 
best thing about Thrive Themes is that it is not costly and it is easy on your pocket. At the same time, it's fast loading, it has clean code, and it is a very nice looking and responsive theme, which is cross-browser compatibility. So which means that all of these things are taken care of in Thrive Themes. And the best part is that you get lifetime updates and support from a very nice and responsive support team from the backend. But if you don't want to go for Thrive Themes, then the second option would be Genesis. And if not Genesis, then Thesis. These are the three themes that I would recommend to you if you really want to consider, if you're serious in blogging and if you want to consider your blogging as a full-fledged business and you want to build a complete business out of your blog, maybe in about a couple of quarters from now or maybe a year from now. So those are the 14 things that you need to keep in mind when you're picking a theme for your WordPress blog. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you liked it, don't forget to rate the episode on iTunes and Stitcher. Please take some time out to post a genuine review for the show because it will help in the rankings for the show and will also help people find information that I put forward in some of these episodes in this show. Don't forget to share the episode with your social media circles. Head over to dkspeech.com for the show notes, resources and the transcript for this episode. If you have any questions, you can post that on the blog at dkspeaks.com. I will ensure that I respond to each of your questions. If you want to record your questions, you can use the recording option at dkspeaks.com. And once again, I'll respond to each of your questions. So that's it for episode 31 of the DK Speaks podcast. Until the next episode, this is DK signing off. You all have a good week ahead. Okay.